everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Call Your Mates podcast. I'm your host Yulia Barna and today we're going to be discussing one of life's most asked questions. Now I've had a lot of people reach out to me through DMs and voice messages and a lot of people feel like they're stuck, like they can't see a way out. They don't know how to improve their life and when you're stuck in such a rut like that, it becomes extremely difficult to make any sort of decision at all because you feel so lost, you have absolutely no idea what path to take and this has been me for probably the better part of two years (laughs) but really, really badly since my last attempt in early October, so the last four or so months, I felt so stuck. I felt like I've had absolutely no idea where to go or what to do. And I was just so, so depressed and just constantly asking myself, what the hell can I do just to be happy? Like, I just want to be happy. How do I be happy? <laughs> so how to be happy. A question that has been asked billions and billions of times, a question to which really has no answer, or a question as to which every single person's answer would be different. Jimmy Carr, in his interview with Stephen Bartlett from Diary of a CEO, said something that I thought summed it up perfectly. Stephen asked Jimmy, what is the meaning of life? And Jimmy said, I'll sum it up in five words, enjoying the passage of time. Enjoying the passage of time. Now, I'll come back to that in a little bit, but I guess this episode was actually kind of based off an epiphany I had just this week. Now, some of you may listen to this and go, uh, yeah, duh. (laughs) And some of you may not fully understand or think that it's maybe too simple because that's exactly what I thought before this week also. I just didn't get it. I just didn't fully get it until it was literally right in front of my face and I just didn't fully get it until literally right now. What I realized is that everyone is struggling. Everyone. And yes, even that person that popped into your head when I just said that and you thought, well, Jane's not struggling. I know Jane and Jane is happy and Jane is always positive. Jane's not struggling. I thought the same thing too. But everyone is struggling. I had so many people in my life that I thought were happy or I thought were well off or I thought were just like absolutely thriving. And then all of a sudden it was like I just saw all of these people's truths appear and it all happened within, I'm not even kidding you, a week. 
I saw all of these cracks in these people's lives. I have an old friend who has an absolutely raging business overseas, like multi-million dollar company. And he always looked like he was absolutely living it up. And, um, you know, I always thought that he was, you know, just having the time of his life really, um, just because he'd been doing so well. Um, and he told me that he is going bankrupt. I also saw one of the happiest people I know break down to me about how hard life is and how hard her work is and how she's been treated at work and how she can't afford to live. And she's 40 years old. I saw a side to another one of my best friends that I'd never seen before. Someone who I thought had absolutely no mental health issues whatsoever and just seems like a very great, happy, go with the flow type of guy, you know, like very life of the party or just like very chill, very chill personality. Um, I saw him completely break down and admit that he puts up walls so that he doesn't have to feel any sadness. I've also seen right in front of my eyes my parents for the last 20 years of their life work and work and work to bloody death just to try and save and save and save so they can finally buy a house, so they can finally reach their goal of buying a house. And after all of that, after decades, they finally did. And you'd think that they would be happy, right? No. Enjoying the passage of time. And sometimes it's not until you see it repeated in front of you over and over and over again that you truly understand what that means. And yes, I know it's very easy to say, like, oh, just enjoy the small things, blah, blah, blah. And I know it's not that easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. I'll say that again. It's simple but it is not easy. I was very suicidal for a very long time. My mum actually said to me just over a week ago that she doesn't think that I will live much longer and that she's basically just waiting for the day of my next attempt. That's how bad things have been for me. And, um, that is truly, yeah, the, sorry, <laughs> that's just that's just truly how bad things have been for me. It's truly been that bad. Um, I've never been suicidal for this long before. Um, usually it's just like every now and again, but it had been on my mind every single minute of every day for months and months. And I actually even set a date for my next attempt. The other day, I was really, really upset and things were getting really bad and I was feeling so, so depressed. And I was talking to my friend and I told him that I didn't want to be here and he understood. And I told him I felt just so stuck 
I told him I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do for work or where I should live or where I should go or if I should study something again or like literally anything. I had a massive breakdown and then I called another friend of mine that same day and I said to him, like, I can't do this anymore. But I also told him, no one thinks I can make it. Like everyone thinks that I'm going to have another attempt on my life because of how things are for me at the moment. But I stood back and kind of looked at it a little differently and I told him, you know what, I actually do think that I can make it. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I just can't keep living like this. So I thought to myself, Yulia, you can't live like this. The way this is going, it's going to end with you dead. Like, just plain and simple. That's what's going to happen. So I thought to myself, what are just some of the very basic key pillars of getting out of a depression. And I've been in therapy for like over 15 years and I've been to, you know, mental health retreats and, you know, like I've learned so much from all of these things, you'd think that by now I would have something to try and like get myself out of this. So I thought to myself, what are these what are these basic key pillars to getting out of a depression? Okay. So number one, getting some form of exercise each day. Number two, eating a good healthy diet. Number three, getting at least 10 to 20 minutes of direct sunlight each day, even just 10 minutes because vitamin D is extremely important. So you want to be getting at least 10 minutes of direct sunlight each day. And also what comes with that is having some sort of schedule of waking up, having a shower, brushing your teeth, and just taking care of your personal hygiene. That's basically step one. And to some people, that may seem like absolutely nothing. Like that might just be what they do every single day, no matter what. But people like me and people who are stuck in a deep, deep depression or crippling anxiety, these things are extremely hard to do. Like I said, it's simple, but it's not easy. So I thought to myself, am I doing all of these things? And the answer was no. So I needed to figure out a way so that I could exercise, eat well, get some sun and do some self-care. So for the people like me that are struggling with all of these things, even potentially struggling to get up in the morning, these things are huge. I struggle so much with just these basic human needs when I'm really, really depressed. So trust me, I really do understand how hard these can be. But I thought to myself, I'm the only person who can save me now. I am the only person who can save me. And if I want to live, I need some things to change and I need to take some responsibility for my life and for how it is. The second and third part of this journey can basically be intertwined. Like 
whether you decide to do one or the other first, it doesn't really make too much of a difference. So that's completely up to you. But I will start off by saying the second part of this journey is adding in social interaction because connection and social interaction is so, so, so important. So if you can add in even just once a week or once a fortnight to start with, if you're really struggling with that, they'd add in maybe just like visiting a friend, going out for dinner, having a catch up with some friends for a few drinks, going to the beach with a friend, literally anything. Maybe even going to visit your family if you love spending time with your family. And the third part is adding in hobbies or things that you like to do. I can't paint for absolute shit, but I started painting and it actually became very therapeutic. And you couldn't tell what any of my paintings were. Like I genuinely, I'm not one of those people that says they can't paint when they actually can. Like I look through my book of my painting and you genuinely cannot tell what any of those things are like at all but it was really it was really um therapeutic and I liked it so anyway I did that for a while and um I did enjoy that and obviously I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie so I like to skydive and snowboard and skate and surf and things like that but obviously I can't always do those things so even just going to the gym is a bit of a hobby for me which I really enjoy so it can just be small things that you add into your week that you enjoy. And on top of all of this, even add in a self-care day. And this could be really, really important to helping you truly feel better and truly understand yourself and look after yourself and do something purely just for you and this obviously looks so different for so many people and it could change from week to week but it could be as simple as you know ordering your favorite food and binge binge watching your favorite show it could be drawing yourself a nice hot bath with some candles or some music or even take yourself out on like a little shopping spree and like splurge out a bit or like get your hair done or your nails done or like I don't know literally anything that makes you feel good like anything like do a face mask like you know what I mean like just anything that makes you feel good like things that are purely just for you and sorry boys I know that I said a whole bunch of girly things just then but I guess like a boy self-care day could be like Going to the gym, if you if you are into the gym, I know that um, going to the gym is really important for guys and they really love that. Um, got having a sauna, having a sauna at the gym, jumping into a pool or like going for a swim in the ocean. Um, maybe you've also had your eyes on like some new clothes or shoes or something that you want to do a little shopping spree yourself. Um, honestly, it's just anything that you want to do. And in this time, I would also highly, highly recommend that during this time you keep your phone on D&D, which is do not disturb. And um, I'm sure you guys know how to put your phone on do not disturb. But if you, um, if you don't, maybe just Google that. 
But yeah, I would really highly recommend that when you're doing your self-care day or self-care afternoon or evening, whatever, um, keep your phone on D&D. I think that's really important. So I guess what I'm saying to the whole how to be happy question is firstly realizing that life isn't easy. Life is fucking hard. It's always going to be a journey. It's always going to be up and down. But if you can, like I mentioned earlier, learn to enjoy the passage of time, then things become a lot easier. And obviously a huge part of this, of which we haven't covered yet, is work. Ah, work. (laughs) Oh, 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 work. Look, I love my job. I've always said that I do love my job. I do. But fuck me, is it stressful? And and is it hard? And do every Monday, I hope it's Friday. Yes, of course. And I'm pretty sure that 99% of the people out there are thinking the same. So if you're working, you may have to start looking for things that bring you a little pleasure before, during, and after work. Because like most people, work can be draining and the work week can be really stressful and exhausting. And we want to try and add as much positivity to your week as possible. So for me personally, I am a morning person. So I like to get up at like 5am purely for the fact that I have tons of time before I actually have to start work. (laughs) So I can chill out, I can make a coffee. I can then go to the gym or go for a walk. I can come home. I can chill out. (laughs) I can like set up everything for the day, make a smoothie or like a nice breakfast or something. And that usually starts my day off really, really well. And then I know that I'm most productive in the morning times as well. And I work from home. So I try to smash out as much work as possible for me in the morning hours And then I take a lovely break for lunch. I try to get outside or even like have a little lay by the pool or take a little walk or even make a really nice lunch at home or something I actually do quite often is call a friend on my lunch break. And I feel like that's a really good thing because it breaks up your day really, really well. Um, So I find that that's a really handy thing to do. Oh yeah, honestly, just try to do something to break up the middle of the day and add in some more like positivity, whatever that looks like for you. And then after work, you want to basically repeat what we did in the morning, but just like a wee bit different. If gymming at night is your preference, then maybe do that. If maybe catching up with a mate or two for dinner is something that you feel like doing, then do that. I'm not saying that you have to do all of these things every day, of course. But maybe like one day you do dinner with mates and another day you go to the gym and you cook at home and then another day you order your favorite takeout and watch your favorite show. Basically just trying to add in as much stuff that you actually genuinely love doing just as much as possible. We just want to add in all of those things that you genuinely love doing as much as possible. And I know for the people who are in the stages of struggling to get out of bed in the morning, that this can seem like a lot. But I was in this position two weeks ago, and I'll tell you exactly how to get out of it. 
you just start small. You wake up and your main goal is to just have a shower. You're just like, all right, I'm going to wake up and today I'm going to have a shower and just tick that one off the list. And that's it. You, that's you done for the day. Like put a gold star in your chart, babe. Like that's that's good enough. Like that is, that is truly good enough. Like that's fine. That's where we start. So even if it's just that for now, that is absolutely fine. And once you've gotten more comfortable doing that, then maybe start adding in like cleaning your room or your space so you feel a little bit more comfortable and just be really, really patient with yourself. If you want to start exercising, then maybe just do like a five minute walk to begin with. Like that's it. Like do not push it. Make it easy. Make it so easy. Make it so easy to begin with. And then once you've done that for a while, then you want to do more. And then all of a sudden you're running a bloody marathon. <laughs> no, but seriously, start off, start off with small goals. Even just I got out of bed this morning and I had a shower and I brushed my teeth. Like that's a lot. Like that's something to be proud of. Like, trust me, I know. So just start there and just slowly build up. And there's no rush. There's absolutely no rush. And this is this is what has just worked for myself. But I just kept, like, for me, how I've always tried to get better is being like, okay, so I need to be eating well. I need to be going to the gym. I need to be training for, like, an hour a day. I need to be um, socializing. And I just put all this pressure on myself. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that on Monday. So then Monday comes around and I'm like, I go to the gym and then I'm like, come home and then I'm like making like a healthy breakfast and then I'm like, like rushing to do work and then I do work and then after work, I'm like, well, I've got to go socialize because I told myself I was going to go socialize and I'm just like, whoa, 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 like this is far too much. Like you can't go from barely getting out of bed in the morning to all of a sudden doing all of that. Like that's just crazy. So just start off really, really small and just slowly build up. Just start off with a shower every day, then a five-minute walk every day, then it maybe turns into a 10-minute walk every day, and then it just slowly builds up into the life that you want. There's no rush because if you rush these things, it can end up having the complete opposite reaction to like what we actually want. And we can end up basically thinking, oh my gosh, that's way, that's way, way, way too hard. I can never, ever, ever do that. And then you end up spiraling and you end up back in a depression. And we don't want that. So just start small and slowly build yourself up because that's what I'm doing at the moment. And I'm honestly feeling so, so much better. I really, really hope that this can help someone else. And please, please remember my DMs are always open. Any questions you may have, any struggles you're going through, let's just keep this conversation going. DM us or voice message us on the Call Your Mates Instagram. It's really just that easy. I promised you raw, vulnerable, and real. And as always, I intend to keep that promise. 
in upcoming episodes, I'll continue to share my own battles with mental health. It's not always easy, but in the spirit of Call Your Mates, we're all in this together. Thanks again for hanging out on the Call Your Mates podcast. If you've laughed, learned, or even just survived this podcast, you're definitely our kind of mate. Until next time, be kind, be gentle, and don't forget to call your mates. Thanks, guys. Thank you.